Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's another time, dear listeners, to hear from God one more time. I appreciate those of you who were able to listen to the last podcast where we started looking at Eve's ministry from the book of Genesis. Thank you very much for listening. I believe it must have been a series of blessings for you. Now I get uh, feedback from the United States of America and I believe feedbacks will be coming as we continue. We want to appreciate God, the giver of wisdom, the giver of knowledge. No man can take this glory to himself. All the glory must be unto the Lord who has given us the capacity to even want to do this in the first place. Shall we just have a word of prayer before we continue? Eternal Rock of Ages, one more time, we want to appreciate you for your goodness. You are faithful to the hand. We thank you because you are the giver of wisdom and knowledge. We thank you because you are good to us. We thank you because of the access given to us into deeper revelations as touching our work and our walk with you. Father, we say thank you. We give you all the glory. One more time we have come to continue from where we started last week. And Father, we are trusting you for great and mighty things to happen. Father, we pray that you open our hearts and our understanding to understand what you have in store for us, even as we look in the pages of the best book ever written. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Heavenly Father. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. In Jesus' name, I pray. Yeah, thank Jesus for another time in his presence. And I want to really appreciate everyone that has come around to listen to, like I said, our podcast, where we were looking at the Genesis of Epps ministry. We are continuing that series. This is the part two uh, to that series of ministry of helps as seen in the book of Genesis. And as we continue and as we listen, we pray that the Lord give us supernatural and deeper insight in the name of Jesus. So like I said the last time, I said we're going to continue from where we stopped. Today we are going to continue from verse 18. And in that verse 18, we're able to see how God actually you know saw the need for Hadam to have a help God saw the need for Hadam to have a help last week I told you that Hadam was able to do so many things was able to you know tend the garden and God demonstrated that if you this if Hadam could do tend the garden and did it well then it is that time he upgrades his assignment right in that chapter 2 of Genesis verse 18 we saw God really seeing the need for man to have a help not just an ordinary help not just an ordinary companion but God said a help that is fit for him and of course you know the rest of the story God caused a deep sleep to fall on him and he slept and the Lord took the rib of the side and formed a helper and after that was done the Bible says he brought Eve to head so Eve became a active helper to head 
Let's just read a couple of verses from that Genesis chapter 2. I'm going to start reading from verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the hair and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to Alcatus and to the fowl of the hare and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found an help meet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs, and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her to the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man therefore shall a man leave his father and, and his mother and shall join to his wife and they shall be one flesh and they were both naked the man and his wife and were not ashamed praise the lord praise the lord we thank God for the reading of His Word. So, as, as, as we continue, guys, now in that verse 18, the Bible says, God saw the need for Adam to have a help. Okay, let me digress a little bit and let's look at the different kinds of help as it documented in the scriptures. There is one help where God helps man and there is another help where man helps man God helping man man helping man those are the two different kinds of help documented in the scripture one is Aza the other one is Hausa now Hausa is first discovered in the scriptures in that chapter 2 verse 18 praise the Lord so as we continue we are going to be shedding more light on this kind of hell to God be all the glory so God saw the need for Adam to have a help and he made a help for Adam and how did he achieve that the help came from Adam, not from the animals, not from the trees, but God made a help out of his kind. Remember what the Bible says that let us make man in our own image after our likeness. So God, as a God of principle, saw he help in, let's say, good, he helped a lion, God would have seen a help in animals or trees. 
as a matter of fact, God wouldn't have seen a help for Adam in those things that he has put under Adam. So, for Adam to have a help, God had to make a help out of his kind. Hallelujah. Please, how we get in this? God has to make a help out of his kind, out of his likeness. And he slept, the Lord took from his rib. What does this tell us? One, it tells us that God is a God of principle. Two, is teaching us a very important lesson that in health ministry that for instance as a pastor you are not qualified for helpers you are not qualified to have helpers if you are not imparting on people if you are not investing in people you can't just come let's say as a pastor started the ministry and you just expect people to start flocking around you to start taking care of one aspect of your ministry or the other it doesn't work like that impact first and may I say, if there are pastors listening to this, that the majority of people that will work with you for a long time, the majority of people that will serve in your ministry, in your church, are people with whom you have direct relationship, that is one, and secondly, on whom you've made indelible impacts. Hallelujah. In other words, they are your converts. You led them to Christ. You brought them from wherever it is they were from. Maybe you brought them from the garden. You brought them from the, from the street. You rescued them from the street and you brought them to the church. Hallelujah. God, being a God of principle, will not make a ham robber a help minister in the church without first of all saving him through your ministry. Or to the ministry of somebody else. Hallelujah. So this is a call to our pastors to understand that God is a God of principle. That for you to have people that are actively involved in health ministry in your local church, in your local assembly, you must understand that impact must go first. The great men of God you've seen today did not just start like that. They've been through series of experiences. God has taken them through a lot of experiences. And that is why, don't be surprised, they have people flocking around them. Now, look at look around you as a pastor. Who are the people that you can say of a fact that this person, this brother, this sister is of a good help in this ministry how many of them can you say god that's really established if you look at the number you discover that the people that you can actually point to or point at the god that's established in your ministry have the people you've had or you've made impact on their lives remember god took Eve from Adam. So people will help in your ministry will come from your giftings, from the impact you are making on people's lives. You don't get to poach active workers from different ministries. You don't want to do that. They may not last. They may not be of good help to you. They may end up even running your ministry. You need to have development mentality. You just have to develop that mind mindset that it is the people whom God had used you for that will be a very important part of your ministry in later years. I think that is just to the pastors. You need to understand that. 
I've been doing the Lord's work for many, many years. And this is an established principle. People that will serve God under your ministry diligently have the people you've had impact on their life at one point in time. We need to really understand that. And I pray that the good Lord will help us in the name of Oh, Jesus. So let's go on from here. Then I begin to imagine the scripture says that God made every beast of the field and every fowl of the hair and brought them to Adam. Now look at that first. He brought them to Adam. Now the question would be, why didn't God name those animals by himself? Hallelujah. He formed them and he brought them to Adam, signifying, like I said in the first podcast, he is a God of principles. The Bible says God is spirit. Spirits don't have legal standing where man inhabits. In other words, spirits don't have a natural habitat here on earth. The heavens belongs to God, but the head he has given to the son of man but then that does not mean that the scripture that says that the heart is the loss and its fullness thereof is invalid no that scripture is very very valid it's only telling us that god made all things and at a particular point in time he gives what he wants to give to any man he wishes he doesn't need to contact anybody he doesn't need to take permission from anybody he holds it all and in fact the bible says that he holds Sheep on a thousand hill. That is the God whom we serve. But He is a God of principle. The bees, the trees, the animals are going to be here on earth for the benefit of mankind whom He had created in His image, whom He has created in His likeness. And as a result of that, God saw the need for man to name the animals since the animals are answerable to the man. Man gives instruction to the animals. Now, as a matter of fact, man may kill the animal for meat, for food, because God has given us the dominion over every other thing that he has made. And as a matter of fact, everything God made apart from man is subjected to man. So let's go back to the point we are trying to make here. Hedda, name these animals. Now that I have you, I have somebody to help me in perfecting my creation. I can't have creation without a name. I can't have a creation without an identity. I have made them in my wisdom. I have created them in my power, but I need you to give them identity because you are going to be relating with them. You are going to be ruling over them. You are going to be dominating them. And your offspring will make food out of them. So make an identity of all these things that I have made. God seeking. Oh God, identify the fact that man is help. So help ministry is wide, is broad, and can trace it back to the book of Genesis. And the good Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Then let's go back to our youth story. Then in verse 20, Adam gave them to all cattle and to the house of the year and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, 
there was not found an heir. No help for him. God saw the need for Adam to have a help. And that is why God made he. Praise the Lord. As we are getting the point to this station, pastors, ministry leaders, unit heads, why not see your subordinates as your he? Of course, I'm talking of subordinates you have had impact on their lives. I'm not talking about people who came with bundle of gifts and grace into your ministry. Now you discover that these are the people that are giving you problems. But the one whom God has given you the capacity to bring up and to train, they hardly live, they hardly cause problems, they hardly cause issues, they hardly give you headaches. Why not sit down and say to yourself, I am going to build people. I am going to build people. Just spend so much money bringing in gospel artists into your church. Whereas you have people that you can make a star out of. Why not sit down and do whatever it takes to make a star of your church members. Rather than going out there spending millions bringing in artists that may not really bless your congregation anytime they need to come to sing there or have you to sing a gospel artist that comes to play CD in a church and people dance and everybody forgets the song no impact zero impact zero effect no anointing no display of God's power the presence of God is not even felt throughout the program I'm appealing to everyone if ministers of God listening to this settle down and build people settle down and create your likes your kinds Settle down and identify the leaves that are attached to your ministry, that are attached to your callings, and start bringing them up, and start releasing yourself in them, and start duplicating yourself in them. God saw it. God is a God of principle. Pastors, you must understand and begin to build on these principles. Otherwise, you continue to have heartbreaks, heartaches, Otherwise, you might end up getting depressed. Otherwise, you will forsake that assignment that God has handed over to you and start, you know, entertaining unnecessary talks about your brother he that saw the need to leave. Brother he had to go because you saw brother he, you brought him into your ministry, zero impact from you. Pastors trying to reap where they have not sold. There is that brother with bundle of grace and anointing. You overlook him because you think he's not there yet. And you go out there to get somebody that you were told he has all the gifts in the world. That the same person nearly destroyed your mind. And now you are de- depressed. And now you are questioning if God really called you. I am praying for everyone pastors, ministers that are going through one problem or the other in their ministries. I pray the good Lord will calm the storms in the name of Jesus. This is a clarion call to pastors. I really want to spend some time talking to pastors and ministers. Build your kind. Build your kind. Build your kind. Invest in people. Impact lives. The lives you impart are less likely to live. Most times, even if they live, you are the one chasing them away. They are less likely to leave. Build people. Build people. Build people. Build people. Impact on lives. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them to Adam. Now look at this. 
out of the ground the Lord formed. Of course, man is also from the dust. Amen. But in verse 21 of Genesis chapter 2, and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And another mistake that some pastors do make is, you know, wanting your people, people that are working with you, to have the same experience you had. You had it rough. Nobody denies that. When you started, it was not easy. Nobody denies that. But should we go through everything that you went through? Oh, I've had pastors saying, if I tell you what I've passed through, should we? Should the people that are going, should the people whom God has given you go through the same thing that you passed through in ministries? Pastors, most especially pastors or ministers of God who have large ministries and who are people that have been trained, should we? Should those new young pastors, young ministers, go through everything that you have gone through. Now, there's a reason God took you through those processes so that people that are coming through you wouldn't have to go through that processes. They are your ribs. So, in other words, your calling, your experiences is more like their own source. Of course, a wise man said, if I've been able to see ahead of my peers, it's because I stand on the shoulders of people that have gone ahead of me. You don't have to make life difficult for people whom God has given you as help ministers. Oh, when you started out in ministry, you worked with a terrible mind minister of God who never appreciated whatever it is you do who never saw any good in you and you just feel that is the standard for bringing up ministers you are wrong god formed man from the dust god formed the help from his ribs amen so that means wherever eve is starting from is where Adam is i'm going to repeat that again wherever he was going to start from in the journey of creation or the purpose of God for mankind is going to be where Adam is. God could have gone back to make him from the dust, but God made him from Adam's rib. So it means there is a considerable measure of the potentials, the grace, the spirit, Adam carried resident in him as at the time she was formed. So it means there was a transfer of human spirit, human knowledge, human capacity and capabilities into him. That was why I believe Adam was asleep. There was a programming going on. There was a memory boost going on. He wouldn't have started from where Adam started from. He started from where Adam was. So you should have that mentality when you are starting out in ministry or when you are bringing in people to work with you in actualizing God's purpose for your ministry and your calling. You need to understand that. Have that understanding that People that are coming around are not expected to go back to where you are starting from. You are not expected to send them back to where you started from. What you got to do, dear pastor, bring them up to speed. Release the mysteries that God has used or that, that God used in training you. 
Hallelujah. Listen to me. You may not agree with it with this, but go back to the scriptures and allow the Spirit of God to expose those things to you. Listen to me. The fact that you pray for 12 hours doesn't mean they have to pray for 12 hours. Hallelujah. It doesn't mean it is necessary, it is important that they are trained well, but do not use where you were or where you started from to judge where they are going to start from. And the same thing goes to unit heads. For instance, a music director who had surreal experiences working with some pastors and he felt that every member of the choir would have to go through the same experience. No! He once had a very hostile choir master or music director who shouts on everybody, talks down on everybody, embarrasses everybody, is not patient with anybody, gives songs to people to score, and then is looking for every opportunity to embarrass whoever it is that does whatever they do. No, that shouldn't be your journey. Now you have in a position of authority, you are in a position of leadership. Should you do the same thing your former music director or choir master was doing? No. There has been a process that God has taken you through so that people who are coming out that you should not go through the same sorrel experiences that you've had. Do not use your experience to judge people's would-be experiences. The good Lord will help us. The good Lord will strengthen us. In the name of Jesus. I think I'm going to stop here today. And a quick recap, please. God is a God of principles. He saw the need. He saw he held in Adam. He couldn't have named the animals by himself. He brought them to Adam. To name them. That is the first thing we need to see there. And secondly, God formed Eve from Adam's rib. Like I said, Eve started from where Adam was and not from the scratch. Everybody, people working under you and your ministries, pastors, ministry head unit heads, don't have to start from the dust. Bring them up to speak. Bring them to where you are and you grow together. The good Lord will bless you. I want to hear your comments as regards the station and the good Lord will strengthen you and bless you. My name is Adeni Yowalabi. I am your help ministry coach. If you want to contact me, just send me a message via my phone number 090-8746-9723. Or you can reach me on adeni.tosi at outlook.com. Let's talk that. Let's grow together. Let the kingdom of heaven be happy with the exploits that we are making or doing here on earth. Our rewards will not elude us. I am so sure of that. The good Lord will help us. We see us through. And I pray, most importantly, we will not miss heaven. It's going to be joy all the way for you and I as we believe and trust God for better days. Your ministry is blessed. Your calling is blessed. You will not have a better yesterday in your ministry and calling. And as you take to the advice in this recording, I pray that the good Lord will give you the wisdom to drive your ministry well. 
if you had a time that I'd be chasing people away due to wrong mentality, wrong teaching, wrong belief, wrong ideas, wrong experiences, I pray the Lord will renew your mind. The Lord will grant you the spirit of patience and maturity in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray with you. I love you all and I want to hear from you. Thank you. Now, quick one. The video version of this podcast will be on YouTube as soon as possible. The video for the first podcast is ready, but yet to be uploaded, I believe, in the coming week, we are going to be uploading it on YouTube. So you can have access to it. It's absolutely free, absolutely free. And we have closed captions in case you are missing some of the things i'm saying here in the audio recording i mean the video versions will be well uh, let me say the video versions are subtitled and you will not miss a word your word is coming in the name of jesus amen